Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your weekly source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. Brought to you by Ultimate Guard. But I'm all, I'm sipping on, speaking of, uh, you know, not masculine, but you know what? I don't give a fuck who knows it. I, you know, me and Cody do that Shonen and Suds podcast. We actually were on the, uh, speaking of just another little podcast plug, John, me and, uh, me and Cody were on the, uh, Lord Byron's Hoppy, uh, Boys? Hoppy Boys podcast. Yeah. All right, dude. Awesome. Yeah. So it was a fun little time. And, uh, you know, we, uh, you know how we've just become addicted to these like hard seltzers. I'm drinking a <laughs> truly fruit punch seltzer. Don't they Dude, have like John, a, a new like like harder one? Doesn't truly yes, have like a is, super one now? Uh, I don't know if they have a super one, but I know this fruit punch tastes like I'm fucking sucking on a Capri Sun. <laughs> Dude, you turn it into a, a like a silver blob, dude. You're flying through the like oh, the sunny dude. day in California, dude. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. You're going like, I, I, like I in and out. My rollerblades on, dude. yeah, dude. Yeah, you just you just materialize with rollerblades on, sucking on a Capri Sun, bro. Just like, oh god my damn god, right, dude. That's how it works. Incredible, incredible. It is incredible, John. And you know what else is incredible? Episode one hundred and one. Oh. Of the RVA Returners podcast. That's right, boys, we're back. The boys back down, boys back down. Anyway, John, how the, the hell are you, Chris? We're, we're now coming we have. down like off of the high that is episode 100. Although, you know what, Chris, you know what it feels like? It feels like I got to the top of a peak, and what did I mm-hmm. see there in the distance? Well, a more interesting looking peak. That I want to get to the top. Yeah, of. there's there's another one, and it's right there, and we're on the way. We are what the 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 journey of uh you know a thousand miles begins with a single step, a single and, cast, uh, brother. That's right, and here we are, step one, one hundred and one. Some might actually call it, but um, you know, John, we're gonna have a lot to talk about today, truthfully. But you know, I don't want to don't want to get ahead of myself as I can often do when I get excited about recording. Um, you know, of course, as always, I'm your host Chris Adams, and with me. Once again, on this, uh, on this frightful, maybe not frightful, on this maybe non-perilous, not really nothing, on this uh, just pretty easy-going journey, uh, badge and gun, keeping the streets safe, everybody's favorite detective, John Schreiner. John, say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Uh, you know what? It might be frightful for some, but, Chris, I think we're seasoned detectives at this point. We're we are, we've seen it all, man. We've seen it all. Damn, we man. have. But yeah, dude, like I was saying, man, a lot's been coming down the pipe, um, you know, and obviously put a giant asterisk next to that because we're getting some more product info coming down the home stretch. Um, we're seeing some fun events taking place um, with, you know, we're hearing about, you know, made up formats, you know, do with that what you will. So it, it's, you know, there, there's, there's a nice, there's a nice mixed bag, a nice grab bag of things going on, John, but um. You know, one thing, you know, since we're not diving right into the news yet, I do want to go ahead and say, you know, as a consummate card gamer, I'm actually really enjoying seeing the other games that I play. Like, they're showing their, um, like, oh, hey, here's the summer tournament series plan. Oh, you mean, you, you know, I know you play uh, Flesh and Blood, John. You saw yeah. the very oh, ambitious pro circuit kind of thing they're putting together. Yeah, man. They're, um, they're like, oh, Magic, you canceled the pro tour? Don't worry. We got one. <laughs> exactly uh dragon ball cool. super which i've been playing the last few months and um, they've started announcing their their you know their summer tournament series so you know it's about to be all systems go for card players um you know hopefully 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 we'll start getting some news about you know potential like op play i mean obviously we'll talk about in the news how we've got some really you know solid competitive level events coming up but um you know i, I can't wait to see some op announcements you know, see what all that's going to entail. Even if it's even if it's not happening until 2022, I'd love to at least see the uh, the roadmap, as it were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, just uh, just like uh, here's what we want to look forward to. And I get that the you know there's basically a policy of uh, unless we're 100 percent sure it's going to happen and things have to be basically 100 percent better. You know, because mm-hmm. it's a it's a very CYA type thing, and it's like oh, that's fine, right? Right? Yeah, like okay. Um, but thankfully, some of these little spunkier little companies, they're just uh, they're ready to go, man, and that's great. Well, yeah, and some to... of them are like they, you know, and I can say this too: that a lot of them are embracing the Discord communities. They're embracing the uh, like the webcam tournaments, and I do see that. You know, yes, there's you know, John, you and I have talked about this before about 
man, how do you uphold the integrity of a webcam tournament? Oh, yeah, well, we turns are out, very concerned about that, yeah. Yeah, and turns out a lot of companies have figured it out. Um, well, A, they've got the staffing to pop in on tables, and also they encourage you to record while you're playing. So if something's not, something seems awry, you can be like, oh, let me stop right there. Hey, judge, let me rewind this back to, uh, you know, to three minutes ago and show you what I saw. So, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of that. And there's a lot of rules in place where if somebody doesn't have a, a setup the way it's supposed to, because they actually, um, and I'm speaking about Dragon Ball Supers. Right. Now, granted, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to say this to start it all off. There are still people cheating. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the unfortunate reality is, if there's a, if if there's a way to cheat, somebody's gonna find it, and it sucks. It really, really sucks. Because I think cheaters really put a just a real sour, sour mark on this hobby. But yeah. you know, the same can be said about you know video games, right? You have people that cheat at online games. You know, it's just cheating. Unfortunately, is something that oh, is part uh, of Billy, game. what's his name? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's right, old Billy Mitchell status. <laughs> oh, Billy Mitchell, that's it. Oh, yeah, Bill you know, Mitchell. There's a, there's a Bill Mitchell in every uh, every playground, you know. It, it, yeah. it's, there is, in fact. Yeah. No, go ahead. But, you know, um, yes, so you have to kind of have creative solutions. And maybe they're not solutions, right, but they're just ways that make players feel comfortable enough that yeah. they're willing to give it a mm-hmm. shot anyway because yeah. you know what people are desperate to play this games man yeah and uh, you said flesh and blood does one where yeah yep. you if you you're if you win you get first but like prizes they're given throughout the game to pretty much anybody yeah so they've got like a bunch of different prizes they'll have like a 12 man online webcam tournament and they'll just have like 12 prizes of like varying mm-hmm. um like rarities right and mm-hmm. they'll just randomize and they'll be like okay everybody gets sent something and they just get like yeah. Uh, they randomize who gets the prizes. So you just like you play in a, a bunch of these things, and you're like, oh man, as long as I play, you know, mm-hmm. eventually I'm gonna land one of these, like as if I won. And imagine that, you know, like for people um who maybe don't win tournaments, but or like really enjoy playing, or they mm-hmm. want to learn, uh, you still have a chance to get cool stuff. So it's just an interesting take. Obviously, uh, that means that they're also just like throwing prizes at people. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's a company that the prizes is like we just printed a bunch of this cool version of a card, so mm-hmm. you know there's less of a cost to them than there is to like me to send something to everybody who plays in every one of our tournaments. Exactly. You know, yeah. well, and here's a perfect example too, man. Like again, you know, use Dragon Ball Super as an example. Their their online webcam tournaments it's thirty dollar entry, which some people are like, oh, that could be steep. But everybody who enters, all you have to do is play three rounds. You can just scoop for three rounds in a row and then drop. But if you play at least three rounds, you'll get a, a, a unique play mat that can only be gotten. I mean, it's like a, like I actually have it here in front of me. It's a, it's a legit ultra pro regionals play mat. And you get like eight of the promo packs, like the little promo tournament. See, that's sick, dude. You get like a, you get a regionals yeah. play mat. Yeah. For playing. And so it's like, yeah, you know what? Uh, there's like a big prize and like some people are cheating. But like at the end of the day, dude, everybody got to participate in the regionals and like there's way more positive experiences than our negative yeah. experiences. And like I, one of my packs, I had a, I got a hundred dollar promo out of it and I sold it immediately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. So the value is there. Exactly. But, you know, again, what's good for the goose is not good for the gander john so every company is going to approach this differently and i do think now you know we, you, you mentioned earlier the whole thing with uh with magic i think that's kind of neat how they're it, it's a mixed bag right like how they're kind of switching I, obviously this is not a magic podcast we'll get to the news in a second this is just kind of like the early edition us just kind of talking here because mm-hmm. i mean I've, we've been talking about this for a few days now yeah john, yeah that like they're they're really changing how they do organized play like it's almost like there's not really a pro tour anymore. Like magic is not a though, even though it was a very niche percentage of people that used magic as a, as a career path. But like now that options is off the table, I, I'm curious to see is what they replace that stuff with. Cause I mean, when you, when you see a company kind of take away, like, Oh man, this was, this was like why you played competitively because you wanted to get on this level but now like it's like oh this doesn't exist anymore so then you start to wonder well what am i playing competitively for you hate to see a company do that but i like to see what maybe that causes other game companies to do yeah 
Um, I mean, I think the thing. I hope here... I worded. No, you did. You did. I totally understand what you're saying. I think the thing here, that kind of what you're saying, is that like they just sort of have to find like solutions. They kind of look at to what each other are doing, and they're coming up with something. You know. Yep. I think that that's uh, and the people respond to that very well, obviously, because uh, oh, absolutely, people just want anything. <laughs> oh no, absolutely, and uh, and I think that that anything is coming um, down the pipe, especially with vaccination getting more and more common. You know, we're seeing mandates being lifted. I think, John, I think we're we're almost back to, um, you know, I, I don't I don't like to say the word normal. I don't like to say getting things back to normal because there were still plenty of things wrong yeah. with society. You know, that's a whole nother whole nother podcast for a whole nother <laughs> whole nother time. But um, but for the sake of card games, I'm glad to see things. You know, we're starting to see the groundwork for so back the on track of the hobby and. Yes, and I am a-okay with that. But, John, you know, we're here for Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy trading card game. And, you know, we've got some 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 items here, some some bullet points, some things that the people need to know about. And um, there's only one place. You know, we've, we've, we've done this a hundred times, literally. There's only one place to go for that information. And, John, I need you to tell the people one more time where they can find it. That's the news. Oh, my God. The news? I believe it's the news. The news. We're going to go to the news. We're on the case for the news. Oh, man. Could it be the news? Let's go right to the news. I think it's the news. It's time for news. Could it possibly be? It's the news. The news? Man, let me. Are you, are you thinking of like something like the news? God damn it, Chris. I think it's the news. And you're right, that's right, it's the news! My god, I've waited all my life for this. Chris, John, it's the news! Ladies and gentlemen, it's the news! News, news, news. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Fuck, it's the news. The news! That's why they call it the The news. The news. The news. Oh, well, mystery solved. It's the news. The news. The news. It's the news. Boy, do we know what that is? The news. The, the news. news. The luminous poo- The news. I think it has something to do with the news. These pitiful mortals will soon know the news. The news. The news. The news. I get ahead of ourselves. Let's not put the cart before the horse. We're going to start off with what we always start off with. You know what that is, Adam? Take a wild guess. You get three guesses, and the first two don't count. Uh, the news? Oh, it's the news. From all of us here at the RVA Returners, thanks for letting us bring you the news for 100 episodes. Here's to 100 more. First up, John, in the news, as always, I need you to get behind that podium. I need you to address this proud, proud nation of Final Fantasy trading card gamers with that Octagon State of the Union. All right, well, sir, we've got the the Octagon State of the Union. Of course, things are great. We have uh, completed all of our crazy centennial events since last we recorded, last we spoke. We had Indeed. those big, big tournaments. Um, we've been having, you know, obviously our weekly locals. We've been giving out uh, Final Fantasy VII, like, figures because, you know, Tyler Ray has essentially single-handedly upgraded the prize wall. Um, so people are getting some really cool stuff, man. Um, we sent out a whole bunch of, like, new RVA shirts to people who played and staffed in the tournament for us. Uh, for the centennial event, so some of our people like uh, like Matt Rice and Gabe, they're actually going to get these unique shirts in the mail that uh, that no one else will be able to get. They'll even say staff on the back, isn't that kind of cool? Like they like they did a little event. Love that. I didn't tell them. I didn't tell anybody about that. Actually, they're just on their way <laughs> to them. Um, but yeah, just a lot of cool stuff like that, man. It was uh, it was really awesome to celebrate 100 tournaments and everything with everybody. Um, and oh, now absolutely. we're up to like 104, 105, something like that this week. And um, things are just going great, man. There's, you know, still a lot of people coming out. Still a lot of different things taking it every week. We're watching the meta kind of shape and evolve through the weekly and, and at least watching the weekly reflect on how tournaments are going, like in Japan and things like that. You know, we've seen Monks. We're seeing Ice Wind. 
do very well. Uh, we're seeing fire, fire lightning, seeing mono ice, <laughs> mono ice. Yeah, um, just a lot of really cool stuff. And um, you know, there's another octagon bit of news. It's not quite our octagon state of the union, but uh, it's just really nice to see people being very active on the platform. Um, people are like I said, you know, in this little intermission, people are really raring to go. No, absolutely, absolutely, and that's great to hear. And of course, before we, uh, you know, we got just a just a quick special, uh, just a PSA before we continue with the news. I know John, you had done your, uh, you know, your thank you video, yeah, um, the week ago, which was really, really awesome. And you know, we sincerely mean, um, you know, well, for me personally, to you, obviously, you know, glad you're here. You know, you become one of my best friends, not just in the hobby, but just in life. So you know, really great that this game has forge these friendships and you know i just want to thank everybody also that you know that had, that listened to episode 100 um that has followed our journey you know i really genuinely can't say enough i'm i'm not as active on social media as i used to be so you know i know there's a lot of birthdays i've missed with you know the the welcome to birth meme that i know people look forward to i just i don't know like i've been cutting a lot of that uh, when i say a lot of that stuff i mean social media is just kind of out of just out of my life and it's been nice um, just to not deal with just the dickheads and morons on there. <laughs> it's but... been uh, it's been a little rough lately in the last year, man. It's yeah. Um, I think like, disconnecting for a bit for yourself is is great. I think a lot of I people have can been. do that. But but that doesn't mean that I don't still miss and love every single one of you. And again, you know, episode one hundred really hit it all home, and I'm so glad that everybody has been giving the positive feedback on it. Everybody has been enjoying it. So again, you know, thank you. Um, not just specifically you, John, for kind of you know being the backbone of this operation during the, uh, you know, you're 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 like you're like Drew McIntyre in wrestling. You're like carrying like the title during the COVID era era, man. You're like the you're like the guy right now. So we definitely appreciate thank that. You, not sir. only no no thank you. The, 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 again, like I said on episode 100, the pleasure is all over here, sir. But well, you. John, you know, you did allude. You alluded. You alluded to more Octagon earlier. We've had some, uh, we had a fun little event. Not we. I mean, the community did, John. They uh, they Just unleashed yesterday. the full, yeah, it was yesterday. They mm-hmm. unleashed the full power of Final Fantasy TCG with, by doing a, uh, unleashed. pretty much a, yeah, it was literally called FFTCG Unleashed. And what they did was the ban list was off the table. And John, wouldn't you know it, that didn't even fucking matter. That's right. Chris Guido was free. No, he was not no. the guy that people were looking forward to trying again. Maybe too recently banned. He, I don't think he even made yeah. an appearance. But yeah, and, uh, uh, yeah, Chris, they Dadaluma, Riku, Thaumaturge, and Gesper were all in attendance and not in the finals. Yep, though I do believe uh, though all of those cards you just mentioned were in top eight. Yes, uh, I mean, there was a Turbo deck in top eight. Uh, a Turbo, mm-hmm. it turns out when Turbo was uh, really good, Monofire was really bad. And mm-hmm. now Mono Fire is pretty good and yep. absolutely toasts Turbo. Yeah, uh, sometimes no Turbo can still get there. Um, mm-hmm. D- Jesper and Riku, as I've definitely seen other people who played and commented in the tournament said, um, they don't need to come back. <laughs> like, yo, yeah, they, yo, no, they, are, they certainly are a clear example of the mechanic being abused, especially with mm-hmm. activation effects like Ochu and things like that that exist now. Yes. It's just like, it's too absurd. Uh, I, I've seen mo- a lot of people say, Daddy could probably be freed. You know, set Dad free. I could see that. Because there, there are a lot of cards these days that like... He's just an AK, Chris. He, I mean, you know... Yeah, and a... it doesn't bother some things. Like, you know, they have Dottaluma on the board. If they play him after you've played like something like Phil, you don't give a fuck about Dottaluma. Yeah, you play you know BFA I mean? and you're like, yeah, I dare you. I double dare you. Yeah, I fucking triple dog dare you. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be man, sticking your tongue a... to, a, to a flagpole in no time. <laughs> and that's just the silly stuff. I mean, like, there's just uh, there's just way more that you could do about and around him these days. Uh, he's yes. pretty pretty darn, you know, still good. But he's pretty darn fair. Turns out. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I think honestly, and we saw um, Alejandro using at least one copy of him in uh, Monk's build. I think I think he'd be a great addition to that deck. Um, yeah. Right now, I mean, again, you don't need. You don't need the full playset of him. Like one or two copies is perfect because he's not like part of the core. But you know, a card like Dotaluma does gut check some some certain like you know swarmy low to the ground things. But still, uh, a very very fair card. Yeah, I think uh, I get it. You know, at the time, every Earthwind deck was the same Earthwind deck. 
we wanted yep. a little variety in the elements. Mm -hmm. uh, but now, you know, yeah, I think I think we could bring them back. But you know, that's yeah. uh, that's not up to us, Chris. And I'm pretty sure they'll just leave them gone. It's easier that way. Exactly. And though I I do love that. You know, even though Turbo Turbo Ice was probably the most represented band deck, because let's be honest, that that's probably probably the most toxic. That's when you lick your lips and you rub your hands together and you're like, <laughs> they're going to let yeah, me yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah probably and... a lot of people playing Turbo Ice. Because I'm pretty sure all it took with like Mono Fire, it's like, uh, I'll play this double Thaumaturge turn one, attack. Oh, look at that blaze. All right. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got no cards in <laughs> hand and I'm just going to build backups and I'm just going to just hate fuck you out of this game. Yeah, it can be... Um... It can be pretty rough for them going against some of the more modern fire and, and fire X lists. And we saw Fire Lightning was, was one of the decks. Yep, it was that. actually uh, our finals was uh, Robert Phillips versus uh, Chad Blankenship. And uh, I believe uh, Robert Phillips on Mono Fire won the day here. So two yep. Opus 13 decks showing that you don't really give a shit about these cards that um that have not been banned in the past. But I do agree with you when I say I think Gesper needs to just stay off the table. Gesper's best forgotten. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, leave the trash man in the trash can, Chris. Exactly. Exactly. But no, what a neat event. Um, now, that's not the only made-up format that's been getting some news here <laughs> recently, John. Um, we have seen that um, Japan has been toying, the Japanese community has been toying with doing, like, pretty much an EDH format, where you pick two commanders, it's basically the partner mechanic, and it's, you know, 98, 98 plus or two commander cards, quote, quote, Singleton format, you can only use the colors. It, 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 it's fucking commander is what it is. And yep. while I'm all for people having the fun that they want to have, play the game how you want to play it. I think this game already has that four-player format, and it's done well. It's called boss format. What they what they should what the uh, company what you know Square Enix should do is if they you know if they take this feedback from the community why don't they go ahead and put out more boss product like more boss decks maybe some party party deck precons to go with it you know what I mean yeah like, and I mean I'll tell you what it can't be too product. hard to make some boss cards because they can't really be too worried about testing them too much no fuck no you know what I mean <laughs> these boss cards are kind of busted yeah you <laughs> just you just crank you. you just crank you know uh, you just have fun exactly. Turning you it up. You crank hither. You just yeah. You crank, you crank yonder. <laughs> you crank yonder. You, you can crank hither as well, bro. Really, just about cranking. But then I think too, like that opens the door for you know, like you have boss deck cards, but then they could also make cards that only the party can use. Like maybe a, like, you know, maybe put silver borders around those, and it's like when it comes into play, everybody draws a card or some shit like that. You know, some like group hug type effects for the party. Yeah. I mean, like, Chris, we are literally talking about a series of RPGs that are parties of heroes fighting against bosses in every single yes. one of them. Yes, and I think that is, that's the multiplayer experience that I think works for this game. I don't think an EDH format's the right answer, but you know what? Right. I, I, it doesn't mean that I don't like it, but I'm just saying I don't like it. Yeah, I mean... uh Anybody who's ever talked to me for a second about Commander knows that that's not my bag. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of let them have their fun. And it's just not my thing. That's all. Yeah, live your life. Live your life. Um, just I, I don't plan on participating in it. Um, so, you know, we'll see if that ever becomes a thing. But I do think they, they've hit the nail on the head with uh, with boss format. And um, so, John, you know, we mentioned that, you know, we had the the band of the unleashed event you know we're coming off two great centennial events opus 13 is kind of starting to shape up here we're kind of seeing who the uh who the major players are um you know as far as you know the decks go in this format but you know while we haven't got any kind of announcement as of any sort of official comp competitive play which mm -hmm. like you said before you know square enix is very I don't want to say stodgy, but they're very like I don't want to announce anything until we. It's literally yeah, it's very binary. What it is, yes. It's either everything is one hundred percent good to go, or we it's are going to say zero percent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. But that doesn't mean, John, as as always, as always in Final Fantasy trading card games since day one, the community has stepped up to the plate, and there are a couple, while they're not OP events, 
don't think they're any less competitive. They're, the two big ones I'm talking about, obviously, are R4 um, and Omaha Legendary Wolf Games. And then the uh, Greg Coles, the light presenting the Haunted Mansion or Haunted House or Haunted, uh, Haunted House or Haunted Mansion. Haunted Hotel. Haunted Hotel, even better. <laughs> even better. Upgrade. But yeah, so these are going to be yeah, a total upgrade. And these are going to be two really big dog quality competitive events. So if you want to flex your competitive muscle, if you're a new player itching to get out of the house and you want to travel and meet the community, you can't go wrong with either of these events. I'll be there. Yamo be hi. there. Come say hi. Come, come say hi indeed. Now, R four. I'm still. I'm still working out details. Man, flights are just fucking bananas to the Midwest, and it's brutal. Yeah, it's I'm brutal. actually looking at. Um, I'm actually looking at flying to like a surrounding area where players are driving in from, which is significantly yeah. cheaper, and just like driving with like maybe KP. Yeah, like, that might that might be the play. Truthfully, because <laughs> it's like. Three hundred dollars less to do that. <laughs> yeah, and like that's it's just so ridiculous. And then I get to um, road trip with the homie. You know, it's just like you know maybe we do something exactly. like that. Uh, I very much still in the planning stages. The nice thing about that being in August is that mm-hmm. we have the time to kind of figure that out. Exactly, and uh, and unfortunately, I will not be able to go to the haunted hotel. That uh, that falls right around wedding anniversary weekend. Hey, so, sir, uh, happy wife, happy life. You got to do what you got to do. Pretty much, you got to take care yeah. of you know. The, yeah, events in October leaders. are tough. Exactly, events in October are kind of tough for me. Yeah, well, Nats so. is usually right up front, like right up at the you know end of September, very very early October. So exactly. usually you're okay. Yeah, and the nice exactly. thing about this event in October though, that Greg is hosting. Greg, uh, going nuts, dude, getting a ballroom yeah, at the Hilton at the hotel where we have Nats. So it's at the Nats hotel in LA in October, and so it's like you know the the closest we're gonna get to 2021 net so uh pretty cool uh you know Mm. definitely going to be interesting to see that and so yeah chris those are those are in july and october or sorry those are august and october and uh people are we're kind of already seeing the the beast start to awaken the machines stir to life as people start to be like all right i need to get my cards i need to start Mm -hmm. practicing um in eu they just opened so they're playing at locals now in person for the this weekend for the first time it's like mm-hmm. the uh, the gears are grinding back to life, and people you are, are getting ready to compete, sir. You know, I love to see it too, John. And, um, you know, the last bit of news here, kind of rounding everything out, is, um, you know, we're talking Opus 14 and Opus 15. You know, slow down, Kageyama. We just got Opus 13 in our pause. <laughs> but, um, so we've got some news about, um, you know, Opus 14 uh, pre-release info, um, advanced pre-orders, you know, and this is kind of a, it feels like almost a response to these crazy allocation issues that were happening with with Opus 13. Now, John, you're a little bit more keen on the, uh, on yeah, all yeah, those yeah. details. I don't pay lick of that shit any mind. <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, as everybody knows, like, in every single trading card game, demand has boomed. Um, Final Fantasy is getting more popular. Demand is increasing. People, you know, stonks, 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 and people want all their cards. Opus 13 uh, got allocated pretty quickly so that more stores could hold it and, like, more people could have it, um, which is cool, but it sucks that, you know, people aren't able to get 100% of the product that they ordered to fulfill their customers' needs. And, um, you know, it's just bad all around. We talked about the allocation on the last cast. Um, Mm -hmm. But they're like, okay, obviously, you don't want that to happen, right? So they're trying to put out the feelers to get as much information as possible from players for pre-orders uh, for Opus 14 and Opus 15 so we can make sure that that demand is kind of met. You know, everybody's making sure we're we're getting on that ASAP as early as possible. Um, and with yeah. that is coming some more information about those. So, yeah, we did get, like you said, uh, information on the 14 pre-release kit, which is looking pretty sweet. And it has got everybody's favorite girl from Final Fantasy VII uh as a beautiful yes, card, this tifa card chris comes as the pre-release exclusive card so we got this spoiler with the announcement of this kit it is a full art tifa as a uh we'll talk about that in just a second let me go over the rest of the kit first um and it comes with a pre-release sleeves that is uh the omega weapon which is pretty sick really really nice looking it's Matsuda art on the sleeves looks really cool yeah. 
and uh, that's new original art for the TCG, so that's always sick to see on some sleeves. And uh, yeah, so they revealed all that, and then they also were talking about uh, Opus 15 is not... It's not called Opus 15, but it's Opus 15. I'm probably going to continue to call it Opus 15. Chris, this was actually pretty funny in our chat uh, when we were getting ready for the meeting or for the meeting for the podcast today um when i was talking to you about the news i literally said uh something about opus 15 i said opus 15 pre-release info could discuss uh 15 advanced pre-orders also dropping the opus title for 15 right because they're not calling them opuses anymore and then in my very next message to you i said and opus 15 reveals and i kind of laughed to myself because it's (laughs) like i i still i immediately after saying it's no longer called opus 15 i called it opus 15 because it's, it's too late like, yeah, I, I think fifteen <laughs> sets in. Um, <laughs> it's too late. I, I guess what, like, what, like, look at the case. Okay, so let's take a look before you know. Just you know, logistics aside, what's the pre-release card gonna say now? Because every pre-release is like Opus, whatever pre-release, the gold stamping. What's it just gonna say? It's just gonna say pre-release. Uh, maybe it'll say Crystal with, like, Dominion date? pre-release, or maybe it'll just say pre-release. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the bottom of the card still says like you know fifteen dash whatever. It's still like yeah. set fifteen, so uh, you know I I think that I'm just gonna kind of probably keep uh, like not even not even on purpose. Like I just I called it Opus fifteen. I know that it's called you know uh, Crystal Dominion, mm-hmm. but yeah I yeah I don't know. We'll see how that it's a goes. A lot easier to say Opus fifteen than Crystal Dominion. We'll see how that goes. You know, and the weird thing is, and people point out, hey, every other trading card game doesn't use numbers, and they use set names. I'm like, yeah, I mean that's true, right? Yes. Uh, but these set names are usually pretty easy for the most part. Like, look at Magic, Kaladesh, Kaldheim, Eldraine, yada yada yada. Like one word, like call it one thing. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, these set names sound a lot like the Pokemon set names. But like, mm-hmm. the thing is, just that. I mean, yeah, if we had been calling them that since the beginning, we probably wouldn't mind. But it's just called Opus, whatever, and so yep. now we're used to that. And these last, however many sets. Chris, going back to Opus 9, they've all had subtitles, and we can, I, I mean, I can name most of them. I don't know if I can name all of them off the top of my head right now without any help. Nope, I couldn't either. But you know what I can call it? Opus 9. I know, 9, 10, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Um, Man, and we're done. That's so much easier yeah. than saying Dawn of the Crystal Warrior. Well, well it was Lords. Well, you know, whatever. Also, you know, come on. The, yeah, it was like Lords of Chaos. Okay, because yeah. what? Because Vincent... The hero Vincent is on the cover. I don't, you know. And then the next one was like ancient champions. Who's an ancient champion, bro? Is, like Warrior of Light is on the box. He's. Well, I guess is he ancient. From maybe if you're talking from like Final Fantasy One, I, I mean that. Game but is he is he ancient? ancient? Is that because the game's ancient? I don't get it. Like he goes back yeah. in time to fight ancient evil. Yeah. Ancient evil was the current more champion. Sense. I don't know. I yeah. I was just. I always thought the names were a little weird. So, but it was okay because I just called them Opus. Whatever. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, Opus 15, uh, news about that. So Crystal Dominion, um, slated for the very end of the year, November-ish, has a new feature called Crystals, which, you know, great. Thanks a lot. Uh, we couldn't call this anything else. <laughs> it's another type of resource, right? It literally, mm-hmm. listen to this sentence and tell me this isn't confusing at all. A portion of the character abilities and summons will now appear with a new cost to be paid called Crystals, not the usual Crystal Points. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus tits, John. Like, they, I, I, I know what they're doing. Like, it's essentially the best way to describe it is like energy and magic. That was, mm-hmm. that's what, that's, that's what was made, that was what was told to me, and that makes the most sense. But energy and mana were like two, like, you know, you have mana and then you have energy. Crystal points and crystal. Like, I feel like they could have called it anything else because i i do firmly believe while it's for someone like you know me or you it's probably not as confusing but with all the new players that come into this game just because of the ip it's gonna be a clusterfuck yeah dude i mean damage has four different definitions in this game it's like can we call things something else please 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 (laughs) like damage had to be the keyword for you know, there's also damage that a card can have on it, and then there's dealing your opponent damage. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's um, I, maybe we could have called that something else. But anyway, so there's a new resource called crystals. It's not CP. Um, you use abilities and more to gain crystals, 
and <laughs> experience the latest strategy. It says, um, yeah, like I said, if you've ever played Magic, Energy them. is the perfect example. Yeah, but it includes two kinds of premium version crystal cards, so they're going to have cool tokens, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, starting with this set, blah, 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 no longer Opus. Legacy cards appear once again in this set. The three legacy cards, Chris, are... Do you even remember? Do you know? I, I honestly don't. I genuinely don't. That's because it's Ace, Yasma, and Ash. Oh, who gives up? Well, Ugh. here's what I don't get. These cards are like... Are these legacy cards? Yes. At no! this point, at this point, Opus 9 and Opus 10 are a few years ago. But when they say the legacy cards, I'm just like... Dude, I don't know. These feel relatively current. Uh... It's just it's just strange, you know. There's so many cards from like these opuses that you can't get boxes of now. Suddenly, right where the legacy prints are starting to seem like a better and better idea now that one and now two and three are kind of getting a little scarce. Right. Um, and to me, that's a legacy card, a card that has yeah. been, you know, like that you know was around in the earlier stages of the game, whether it's playable or not. Like in again, Opus Twelve, we or Opus Thirteen, we had the the Vivi full mm-hmm. art. That card's from Opus 3. That card has not seen play really since like Opus 6 or whatever. No, Opus, uh, what, Opus 7 or 8 where, no, you didn't even play that one yeah. in the Final Fantasy 9 deck. So it's been a long time. While that card doesn't see as much play and it does maybe kind of derail, you know, maybe what people are looking for. But like to me, that's a legacy card, a yeah. card that was pretty meta defining. And believe it or not, I think, you know, in, in the right deck, it's still extremely playable. And I'll make I'll be the devil's advocate to my own point here and say that yeah. uh, Fusoya and Fina are both you know Opus Eight and Opus Seven yeah. cards. Those are pretty. Mm-hmm. Those those weren't necessarily as legacy, you know, when this last set came out. But they have VV from Opus Three in there, mm-hmm. and and honestly, Fusoya uh, and Fina kind of you know a reprint was nice for them. People need those cards, yes, especially I, Fina. I agree especially with that. Fina. Especially yes, and they were both pretty meta defining cards, and I'm fine with a legacy card being an older legend that maybe <laughs> left its mark or something that has been meta defining. Cause that's the, you know, again, another way to use the word legacy, right? The legacy, these cards have a legacy in this game. They've left their mark at, in some way or another. Let's talk about two anecdotes. I have about two uh-huh. of these legacy cards from my own life in the last two, two days. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, guy comes into the store when I'm there for locals on Saturday, brings a stack of cards, says to the store, uh-huh. I heard you buy final fantasy cards. Store owner goes, uh, yes. yeah, let me hand them over to uh, this guy over here real quick. If you don't mind, he'll save me a whole bunch of time. He gives me the stack of cards. He goes, hey, just pick out the stuff that is, you know, worth more than like five bucks and put it on top. Right. And I do that for him and I give him the stack. And then, you know, a couple hours later, you know, while we're still playing, he's going through the stack and he's like, you know, I got closer to the bottom and I saw this L was down there. And I thought, how could a legend cost less than five bucks? And then I thought, you know, well, let me look it up. And I thought, how could a legend cost less than two bucks? <laughs> how could it cost less than a dollar? It's Ace. It's 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 the Ace. Yes, legend. it is. Well, that's one of the legacy cards. In this set. Like See? like you know, uh, somebody made a joke with me that they were excited for Ace, and I said the number of people who are excited for Ace is smaller than the number of playable cadets. Uh, that was yeah. my little joke about Ace. Uh, and then for for the Minwoo, just today I have a marketplace post, and somebody. Um, Somebody said, oh, hey, you know, why is Minwoo so cheap? Just out of curiosity. And I said, well, because nobody wants it. Yeah. Hey, who the <laughs> fuck just, wants it? They're like, I thought legacy cards were more expensive. I mean, he's as rare as any other full art, man. He's just, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, hey, uh, Yasmat's going to look great. Ash is going to look great. Ace is Ace. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I, I maybe would make different choices myself, but... People will be excited to pull those ashes for sure. And Yasmat maybe uh, might come into, you know, he, he's the kind of card that always may come back. You know, big power level. EX has some real relevant effects. Yep, agreed. Uh, uh, but agreed. anyway, yeah, they just showed a couple things, uh, some art samples. There's like a light Noctis that has like the Noctis and Ludafreya art. Uh, they showed like a new Machina, a new Bartz. Uh, they showed original art for this set. There's going to be new Final Fantasy VI original art. They showed a gorgeous Terra Ice Legend uh, by Matsuda, and they showed this uh, real weird-looking Ultros <laughs> water card forward, uh, <laughs> as well as a few other things. So that's going to be really neat. Um, I'm looking forward to the Final Fantasy VI art. Oh, of course. Of course. Me too. And now we can talk about this Tifa spoiler. 
Okay, John, let's talk about this card. It's a uh, it's a two-drop uh, Fire Earth Tifa job avalanche forward category seven. We all know that. Uh, she's a 5K, and her text says, when Tifa enters the field, you may search for one card named Cloud and add it to your hand. Mm. When a forward other than Tifa you control attacks, it gains 1,000 power till the end of the turn. At damage six, when Tifa enters the field, you may play one Category 7 character from your hand onto the field. John, card's good. Card is very, very good. Yeah. And I mean, this coinc- <laughs> I, I, I want to say this before we break down the card. I want to yeah. say this is going back to something I was saying at last set. A lot, in the last couple sets, honestly, a lot of power is being given to these two CP forwards. Yeah. There's a lot of power on these cards these days, and this one is no exception. Yeah, I mean, uh, and we talked about the cloud a little bit before when mm-hmm. we were doing spoilers from the, the starter deck that's coming out. It's going to be like 14.5, mm-hmm. and he's that dual element Fire Earth. Yep. Uh, and we already know that Fire Earth 7 has a lot of support, and yep. I think that uh, it only takes a little push to make that deck very real again. So yep. this is definitely looking like more than a little push. No, absolutely. And, and not only that, there's just, there's so many great big Category 7 bombs. I know, you know, guys like Greg Cole and people immediately went over to like Minerva being yeah, able to just extreme, play this. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the hard extreme. But also, too, right, there's a lot of ways to bring this card into play for free, which in turn will allow you to play like, imagine being able to play like, uh, uh, you know, a 7-drop Sephiroth off this for free. Yeah, or, I mean, granted, CP, yes, we're talking damage CP 6. Phoenix. Yes, we're 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 in damage six now. We are in we're in deadly territory. Where to be honest with you, I think the fact that it's damage six is what keeps the card tame. Because right now, you know, in the last couple sets, you've gone from like three to dead, two to dead, five is like if this was damage five, I think this card would be busted. Like I think it'd be broken at damage five. I think damage six is what keeps it from being busted. But also too, John. I like being able to drop, like, you know, um, I, I like this in conjunction with a card like the Light Cloud. Like, yeah. I don't know, you can play, you know, two backups, you play, you know, this Tifa, you get Light Cloud, you play Light Cloud, you get another character, and it just allows you to, um, you know, develop your board pretty quickly, just, you know, backups and forwards. I mean, I do like that it does say card name Cloud, so then you can get uh, the cloud, the Fire Cloud backup if you need it against something like a uh, Neo X Death, if if that's you know something that's on the table. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a good card. There's a lot of playable clouds. Just being able to pay to get this thing into your hand, and then you know I like the fact that she, I like the fact that she is competing for another like seven staple card named Tifa, and I like the fact that. One of the good things about these seven cards is because a lot of them have S's, and even if they don't have S's, because they all do different things at different points in the game, they can all kind of coexist in the same deck. Yeah, I uh, I think that, like, let's just look at a card that's 2CP dual that mm-hmm. can get cheated in all the time right now, yes. Sophie and Sarah, right? Yep. And it's like, oh man, this card gets brought back by Lena and Fenrir, it's got this crazy stuff. This Tifa is very similar. It's brought back mm-hmm. by 4CP Phoenix and Fenrir, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And has a damage 6 ETB that Windmill slams another 7 character into play. This yep. can be terrifying. Chris, how about the uh, the damage 6 on that Rufus where he just plays right? every Turk, bro? You know, mm-hmm. like, like there, yeah, does that require some lining up? Of course, but man, there is uh, some explosive lines that can come out of this card. No, absolutely, and what also is good, too, is, you know, you can play this in decks. I like the fact that it's really not... I love when a card has some category synergy, but it isn't, like, tethered for you to go all in on that um, on that category. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do a small seven splash, like some couple Tifas, couple utility clouds mm-hmm. in another deck, and then you can, you know, when you play the Tifa, you, again, like I said, if you want to get the Tifa, play the backup cloud. You know, now you've built a forward and a backup. And then at damage six, you can play that bomb that you have in the deck. I mean, there's a there's a ton of category seven cards, so you can definitely find one to fit the to fit the situation. Like like honestly, I know I I I, I love the um the Earth Lightning 
seven deck that I play with like the Turks and mm-hmm. you know Teeth and all that. I could totally play this in there with Fenrir. And then just being able to like play this into I don't know, even like the old Barrett or you know, into Rufus to get another Turk or into you know what I mean? Like there's just a lot you can do there. Um I like it. I like the card a lot. Yeah, I'm very excited for this. And uh her job is Avalanche Operative, which is mm-hmm. very interesting. Uh yep. I think that that's gonna be relevant as well. Yeah. I agree, John. I, I think the card's good, and um, you know, I think that's going to be the the art alone. You know, people have just a big old boner for Tifa, so Dude, I uh, think it actually might that be a wild that pre-release. Yeah, people might be kind of like that's what I'm rushed saying, to the dude, store. Just... Like, hey, give me all the kits you can. Yeah, like, I want. I want to buy it kits. all. Yeah, I want fifty. Yeah, I want literally every single pre-release kit. Give it to me right yeah. now. Can I get a case of kits? Yeah, it's why people are like uh, are are really drumming up these pre-orders too, man. Especially with that kind of stuff going on, mm-hmm. it's absolutely wild. No, absolutely. Absolutely. But we'll see, you know, like, you know, things are starting to go back to a sense of normalcy. We've got some competitive events coming up. You know, maybe we'll get some OP announcements coming down the home stretch. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll just see where the cards lie, pun intended. Um, But that's all I've got for news, John, unless there's some uh, some headlines I may have missed. Chris, I think that's it. Oh, there's only one uh, more thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Did we talk? (laughs) Did we talk about L6 last time? I can't say without laughing. I, I don't remember L6? if we did. I I feel like I feel like we didn't because I feel like it didn't get announced till after episode ninety nine and episode one hundred. We were all just kind of just new boot goof and reminiscing stuff. Uh, so no, we have not. And um, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna, I, I feel about L six the way I feel about L three. Don't give a shit. Yeah, I guess they were like uh, the reason they're making L six is because they're upset that they didn't get the. The sets that would have been in L3 didn't get to see L3 play. Um, but they actually tripped and fell and landed on a better version of L3 where they have three more sets. And they should just, at the very least, always only do L6. Uh, but yeah, also, I agree. I, I think with the creation of L6, it should just completely <laughs> negate L3. Yeah, like, like, like uh, one of our chief complaints is how narrow the pool of cards is in three sets. It's... it's mm-hmm. uh, Especially three like sets of randomly in the middle of the pie. They're not like a block or anything yes. like that. You know, these three sets, these three multi-element sets here, Chris, mm-hmm. uh, they actually would play pretty nicely together in a little block. There's a lot yes, of color fixing. There's a lot of little stuff like that. And I will say, I do like that. I like the design approach they've taken in the last couple, like the last like three or four sets. They have used like a block mentality. Mm-hmm. That's That's how they should be doing it. Yeah, I think it's a that you want to take an idea or a mechanic, and it has to be good enough to explore it, you know, deeply for a couple sets, and then go explore something else, you know. But um, I think that like monsters were kind of a card that really could have enjoyed a block type thing around them, where they kind of came out for a set where it was like, oh, this is a cool new thing, and like a bunch of cards in that set interacted with monsters, and then all of a sudden time went on and was like. Well, I guess the Final Fantasy VI water characters that will just never come out will ever have anything to do with monsters ever again <laughs> until Realm yeah. finally came out in like Opus Eleven or something. But you know, it was just like uh, monsters didn't really get anything. Like mono water monsters was a deck and just yeah, oh yeah. did got like nothing for sets and sets and sets. Um, I think the monsters never really got to shine the way dual element cards are shining right now, and uh, I agree. they really should. I-, I like this approach. I agree with that. And that's why, John, the RVA Returners present our own made-up format. We are doing the Monster Mash format. The Monster Mash? can only contain monsters. The cards monsters. with the word monster in the text That box. is it. That is it. And that the will word be monster must be the... on the card, or the card must be a monster type. And that will be followed by our collaboration format with the hip-hop artist Nelly, called the I Am Number One format, where you can only play with cards that cost one CP. <laughs> it's great chris here's the rules for the i am number one format we've yes. been trying this with local yeah look uh i'll say the thing we always say when they have l3 or whatever i'll say we don't have enough constructed events so let's do that first and then we can worry about all this other stuff exactly yeah yeah it's a lot of putting the cart before the horse but again you know i talk shit and you know i i am poking a little bit of fun at it but i am i do like some people when... love it they try. I'm all for trying new things. I'm, or when I say trying new things, I mean I'm all for the company. Like, hey, you know what? Let's let's see if we can get to a broader audience by maybe trying something like this. Because I mean, I feel like something like L3 and L6 acknowledge that the older product 
might be harder to get, or maybe some of that stuff has just been kind of, I don't like to say power creep, but a lot of those cards have just been outclassed by more, by just modern card design or more modern card design. So having a format where you only play with the newer stuff, which is the stuff that there is more so on their storefronts, it's in LGS storefronts, it's the stuff that they're trying to move. Mm -hmm. So I'm all for with things that promote the most recent sets. But, you know, let's go ahead and just do more normal constructed events before we dive into that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. So it's a mixed bag. It's a very much a mixed bag for him. But you know what? We'll see what happens. And stay tuned for more of the I am number one format. <laughs> I am number one format, dude. I can't wait. It's going to be great. And the Monster Mash format? Oh, oh man. man, it's a graveyard. It's gonna be a graveyard smash because also <laughs> no. too, there are no, there are no graveyards. There are no break zones. Everything gets removed from the game when That's it's called. a graveyard smash. That's right. Oh my god, dude. Oh, I, I can't. But stop you know, myself. we don't want to ruin monster cards that uh, recur from the break zone. So if the card would normally recur the monster from the break zone, you can just pull it from remove from game, but only yeah, twice a game. See, we love making up our own rules. It's so much fun. Only twice a game, and you can have a die on your character that tracks how many times you've taken cards from the removed game. It has to be the die of the day. <laughs> and you have to go to www.dingaling.biz to find out what the die of the day is. <laughs> you get on our email list, you get the That's alert right. in the morning, the die you of the need, day. You need to go ahead and hashtag... Oh, no. Hashtag... <laughs> You need to go ahead and retweet us and get get on our our, our red. You know, you just gotta just gotta do all that bullshit. I could keep that going for days, but you know, that horse has been beat to the ground. But that's all we've got for news, John. Um, now, as far as you know, the main topic goes, you know, we've uh, you know, it's it's kind of a uh, slim pickings right now. We um, we've been talking a little bit, uh, kind of weaving it in between. Things you know, we, we, the main topic right now, Chris. The really the thing on everyone's mind is just, you know, let's get back. How do we get back? When do we yes. get back? Where do we get back? And uh, we were talking about, you know, the community is really doing our best to, to make sure we answer those questions. You know, I, I'm not looking at planning any large online events past June, July because mm -hmm. I'm expecting we'll be able to plan, you know, an in-person event. I mean, uh, we are. We are waiting. We are so ready to plan the No Whims barbecue. Dude. It's going to be, no you know, idea. really like the green light is soon. You know, we just need these stores to kind of open up. Um, I know that there's events happening at Computer Gaming Universe, which is near me in Newark. They're uh -huh. doing stuff kind of over the summer, trying to, they're doing like a 1K soon. Uh -huh. And they're trying to get people hyped for this thing they're doing in August. Um, there's just people are, are like, you know, refuse to sit and not play. It's yeah. you know, we're we're gonna go play absolutely. no matter what. <laughs> we're ready, uh, man. It's just I'm ready, you know. Absolutely. I'm and, vaxxed and like up. Like we said earlier. No, no, go ahead, John. I'm sorry, I didn't catch I that. just that's it. I just said I'm vaxxed up. That's it. I just yelled I'm yeah. vaxxed up. And like and we're starting to see, like we said when we were talking, you know, before the cast, John, we are seeing a lot of card game, you know, creators and developers that they're they're like they're they're laying the groundwork now. They're saying, you know, hey, these events are happening X, Y, and Z. You know, and some of them are taking precautions. Like, all right, these next couple of months, we're just going to stick to online stuff. But come the fall, we're going to be looking at going back into person events. Um, you know, again, we talked about Flesh and Blood, how they've laid out this ambitious, you know, competitive circuit plan. So yeah. I like I like to see. I like to see this stuff. I like to see the ball rolling because I, I am much like you, John. I am ready to get back out. I am ready. You know, we talked about this the other day, John. Like, I miss just the like webcam games are fun. I don't really care for digital card games, but like, there's just something about prepping for a tournament, getting up that day with just your deck and your wits about you, just huddling in your group with, you know, walking over to the pairing sheet staring at it, seeing what table you have to go to, sitting down at that table, playing your match, getting up, talking about, you know, the great plays that brought you to victory or talking about the mistakes that led to, you know, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a salty defeat. But like at the end of the day, right, 
you still went and competed. You still had a lot of fun. Like, even if, I, like, you know, I've had tournaments where I've scrubbed out. It happens to everybody. It happens to everybody. But, like, the fact that I'm still there having fun, being around everybody, you know, I like, you know, because I'm, I'm John, I'm the kind of guy, man, like, I like to make it to top cut and then just crash and burn in top cut, which keeps it. <laughs> Seems to That's be what you my... like to do? Or is, is what happens? Well, it's not that I like to do. It's, it's all, Stockholm it's all Syndrome talking, Chris. That's Stockholm. You're just so used to it. You, you've you've so got used, a nostalgia I'm, for that now. Dude, I'm so used to just being a, a Swiss monster that I get to top cut and I just fucking... The drunk drop, bro. Yes. I hear you, I hear you. Or, but if I don't do that, I am all for the O2 beers. John, I would kill for O2 beers. Oh my goodness, Chris! I would love to O two beers right now. God knows, uh, O two beers sounds like I would rather O two beers than top cut a tournament right now. That's how desperately, like, if I could make a deal with the next tournament, you know, some some genie would just pop up. Poof! Well, if we can make a tournament happen next week, we can make it happen. But you have to go O two beers. I would snap do it in a heartbeat, John. That's what the genie. I would walk so y'all could run. That's just the most specific fucking genie I've ever heard. Yes, it's who <laughs> sent this genie to you, or is this just a card game genie? <laughs> it's that damn Uncle Stepdad. That's who it's it a, is. It's the ghost of the Millennium Puzzle, bro. Like who? Yes. Who is this? That is that is has this trading card, magical trading card ultimatum for you. <laughs> it's. But you know what, though, I would gladly fall on that sword. I would walk so you all could run. Oh my goodness, Chris! I, thank you, thank you for your oh. sacrifice. It's what I do. It's what I do, but no, I eagerly am awaiting to get back in the tournament scene. I'm a shit, John. I'm just ready to go back to a local fucking store to play cards. Yeah, man, we've been, uh, you know, people have been coming back to our locals. We just have been uh, slowly, week by week, you know, another face will pop up and be like, we're back? Like, yeah, come, come, come sit, come play, come frolic in Opus 13 with us. Now, sadly, I don't really know what the state of our locals is going to be like because, you know, our store Battlegrounds, I, I mean, granted, I, I completely understand there's not any support for the game anymore due to COVID. Like, they they pretty much had to cut back to really just, it seems like miniature games, like the bigger miniature games, you know, your Warhammers, your Crisis Protocols, and it seems like Magic is, you know, and obviously like D&D and stuff. Like, a lot of the smaller games, that you know, it's, they had to cut out and unfortunately we were you know a casualty of that so when locals start back up again i mean i'm sure we'd be more than welcome i mean it's not like they would they wouldn't say you can't come here and play we would totally probably go back to our normal tuesday night routine but i think the 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 paradigm will have shifted a little bit like we don't really know what what are we going to do for prizing what are we going to do for you know what i mean like it's it's going to be a very different animal so and again, I don't yeah. know who's going to be back, who's not going to be back. And you I don't mean what? that like in a people quit the game, but I think it's a lot of that uncertainty once things do get back. Oh, well, who's going to be there? I'll be there. Or, will you be there? Okay, well, I guess we'll come out and play. But then you've got to have people who are like, well, fuck, I haven't bought cards since Opus 10. Well, can't buy them at this store. So maybe you got to go online and get them. And then you got to wait. There's, there's so many variables to getting back into your stores to play. Chris, we're back to a field of dreams type situation this is, we've got a code code field of dreams oh man not an fod <laughs> uh because you know yeah, operation fod the uh that's, john that's the name of the episode there you go because go write, it's that a, go it's, write that down sir it's an if you build it they will come deal right it's uh Very it's true. yeah you just show up you just start playing you know and uh, you just remind people every week even though they haven't come yet that you know, yeah. hey, just so you know, I'll be there. You know, if you're feeling it this week, I'll be there. Uh, you know, yep. if just so you know, master required, but we've got promos. Hey, yep. you know, things are. I mean, they're not even required everywhere, but it, you know, New Jersey. I'm just saying, oh, you know, it's sure. just like, uh, like you know, you just have to build it. I think that if you ask the store, hey, you know, players like to come play a card game, uh, you know, in the store space. What night are you not too crowded that we can come play a card game? Mm-hmm. You know, we buy snacks. We buy uh, card game yep. supplies like sleeves and other products that mm-hmm. are universal. And then, you know, if the Final yep. Fantasy crowd starts showing up every week, you know, I would be surprised if they didn't support the game again. You yeah, know, no, Things absolutely. like that going forward kind of thing, especially as uh, as it's become very profitable. <laughs> yeah. very recently. And I don't think they need to go crazy. I don't think they need to go crazy and 
get a case full of singles again, but I think, you know, maybe, right, maybe right. getting some booster, some you know, booster boxes of at least the most recent set. I mean, how hard for... is that, right? Check a couple exactly. boxes on your order form. You know, yeah, like you exactly. don't have to have the singles. You don't have to price the stuff. Just have a little, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sell the yeah, product. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, just, just sell the Start sealed small, product. Chris. Yeah, call it a day. You know, you invite a couple of ghosts from the cornfield next door. Next thing you know, you know, everybody's right. coming. But just be careful. Don't let that chicken get in there. <laughs> don't let the chicken get in the corn. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. That's no. just uh, the alternate ending for Field of Dreams. That's all it is. Old that's the last one person that they recruit. The last out. person they recruit. Dude, what if instead of James Earl Jones' character, just he, he has to go by Brushy One String and Brushy also had the dream. Dude. Right. <laughs> You just hear, you just hear that one yeah, string just come. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you build it, they will come. Oh man, it's not, it literally never gets old. It doesn't. Never it ever. It doesn't. It doesn't, man. I, but, I think and, that and, that's it, man. That's that's really that's my main topic for this week. That's where my mind is at. That's all I'm thinking about right my, now. Dude, same. That's I just I want to get back to it, man. Like I said, these. Webcam webcam games scratch an itch, but it's not the same. I miss I, I, I like being able to play my game and then just walk into my kitchen and grab a beer, but like I want to be able to stand in the circle with the boys, you know, kind of just you know, meandering back and forth with your backpack and you're talking about games and plays and oh what'd you go up against? What'd you do? I did this, I did this. Oh man, there's this guy playing this and you know what I mean? Like you're just talking you yeah, know what man, I mean? Like, absolutely. You're just, you're just lost in the moment, dude. I miss that shit so much, and I'm ready to get back to it. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, this next weekend, I'm going to get together with some people just to, just to jam cards, and uh-huh. uh, they were like, "Hey, do you want to come down for Memorial Day weekend and jam cards?" And I looked at the flight price, and mm-hmm. it was like nothing at all. And I was like, "Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, I do." Does everybody, you know, everyone's all vaxxed up? Let's go. Um, and I can't wait, man. I'm going to have a lot of that kind of stuff to talk about on the cast next week. And I hope that we can just start, uh, really this stuff is evolving so quickly now, week by week that, uh, I mean, you know, by the time we record the next cast, who knows, you know, what mandates or whatever will be or how things will look, uh, but exactly. just keep looking better, man. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm ready to plan that event. I'm ready to give people in the area something to come play and to meet us and to, to hang out with us in in person no absolutely yeah i'm I'm looking forward to the the no wimps event you know we've got Adam the t-shirt is, is rare to organize a tournament bro oh, he's ready God, to go dear. yeah and I'm, I'm i'm just ready to just be back up with the with the with the, link up with the friends again just play cards in person and it, it's so much closer it's not like it was over a year ago where we were like we don't know we know it's it's coming and i'm just ready i'm just absolutely ready and like i like how you know, and we'll we'll be able to start pivoting the cast back towards primarily. I mean, truth be told, you know, episode one hundred and one, we really just talked all FFTCG this time. Yeah, so Chris, it's, all, it's always yeah. nice to kind of get back to that. I mean, though, I love rambling about the remake. You know, the remake stuff that we've been talking about, but it's nice to get back to our focal point. Yeah, I mean, we're literally at a point where the uh, the main topic on the next cast can be a all right. Here's where we are in the Opus Thirteen meta. You know, like yeah. this is what people are playing. This is what you know the shifts have been already. And, uh, you know, because people are going to start getting ready for these uh, these yeah. events. And we Absolutely. are going to be looking at Opus 13, at least for Reunion, I believe, because I think 14 yeah. got uh, was pushed back a little bit, right? Opus 14 yeah. was pushed back. absolutely. So, yeah, we will, uh, you know, I- I'm looking forward to that. You know, we like you said, we kind of have to pivot back into to covering that serious mm-hmm. stuff as I get ready to, to go to that stuff or, uh, oh, and play in those and commentate that. So, yeah, and I don't think anybody faults us for... Uh, for for making this one a little more manageable and bite sized, hey, we're clocking in oh, yeah. an hour fifteen up here. Four and I think hours that's behemoth, totally yeah. fine. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, people are like, "Oh, do you ever think about like splitting it into multiple casts?" Like, look, you know, sometimes I I think people just really want long form content. Uh, I know I did. You know, I just want to listen to a you know billion hour podcast. You know, I, I want there Absolutely. to always be podcasts for me to listen to when I need mm-hmm. something to listen to. But I get it. You know, sometimes you just want something digestible. So here's for all you uh, you hour long podcast lovers out there. <laughs> this one's for you. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll go ahead and call it a day on that one. You know, we definitely appreciate you sticking around for 101. Like we said, this is the this is lighter fare. This is you know just an appetizer for 102. But um, an operation. Yeah, that's all I've got, dreams, John. Bro. I got yeah, Operation F O D. It's underway. It's underway. 
That's right. You can hear the. Uh, you, you can see the. Uh, they're bringing in the, the sand. They're they're mowing the grass. Uh, the the diamond is coming together. Uh, John, John, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm ready to get out there, Chris. I'm ready to smell that fresh air, and you know, man, a ball right. game sounds great right about now. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? That's but, all I got, man. Until next time. Indeed. Doodles. Thanks once again for listening to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can head on over to rvareturners.com.